the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Contests include full slates and single game contests. Compete for top cash payouts. Unique product features. And compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. gentlemen the man has arrived one more time for drew mcintyre wow this is awesome yo thank you for joining so alex monaco here with sports gambling with moneyline monaco we're actually chilling on no headphones you can keep the the hair's ready to rock baby awesome gotta keep it going how we how we feeling just one night of sleep i gotta start with this it's it's like the night before fight night you're doing a ton of press but how, how's the mind? When do you get into the full-on Scottish warrior, Scottish psychopath mindset, or or do you never break that mindset? Um, probably a hundred percent around 9 p.m. tonight. I got in Wednesday night. I've been doing a lot of media, um, a lot of appearances. Last night with a special event with the Special Olympics, where they announced me as their new champion ambassador, which was really cool. And uh, today I'm going to keep running, running, running. And at 9 p.m. when I finally finish, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to get my thoughts together. Appreciate the fact that we're all together again and able to sit and talk in person and talk about the thing we love, WWE and wrestling in general. And tomorrow, 40,000 plus people. Is there a roof in the Allegiant Stadium? I believe it's uh, retractable, if I'm not mistaken. So it might be a little We're going to blow it off. Oh, let's go. So loud. It is so awesome. I'm wrestling an old friend of mine, Jinder Mahal. I'm very proud of everything he's been through. You know, he got fired many years ago like me. He had to work his way back to the company. He's on the big stage with Drew McIntyre. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to embarrass his ass and beat him. But that's fine. At least he's in the ring with me. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, this is actually, I, I'm a, a gambling host here. So if I had to put my my money on anyone, I'm going all in on McIntyre. There's no way There's no way about it. Put the house on McIntyre, I assure you. Well, you got a long history with gender as you mentioned obviously 3mb when you go against someone like this as we know in boxing and ufc and wrestling often the one who's 
less emotional in the ring can sometimes benefit. But when you're going against a friend who's now not not so much a friend, a rival, how, how do you get your mind around getting in the ring, knowing there's emotions, knowing you guys had such a long history, and, and make sure you don't let emotions get the best of you when you're going against them? Well, when he screwed me over at Money in the Bank and um, took away my last opportunity to get back the WWE title, and I was WWE champion for 300-plus days um, during... You know, during some difficult times, I was very proud to lead the charge, you know, during the pandemic times in WWE. And the one thing I've not gotten to do is raise the title in front of live fans. He took away um, that possibility for me. So now all I've got to do is make his life hell. I hit his one guy, Shanky, 34 times with a chair. I've been, I've been threatening him with my sword, Angela. And I'm not afraid to use that thing tomorrow night and I'm very excited about it when you're in the ring with your better friends you tend to hit each other harder if you saw myself and Sheamus in our series of matches we committed crimes on each other we were hitting each other so freaking hard that any fight I've been on the streets of my life I assure you those wrestling matches we had were 10 times worse and tomorrow I'm going to be knocking the lights out of Jinder I love it and I assume you're taking care of business like you did against Lesnar like you've done against Orton like you've done against pretty much anyone in your path when you take down gender please tell me the wwe and every one of these fans want to see you versus lashley to get that title back let's go can we hear it for that yeah i won that title back i need that title back obviously there was a stipulation when lashley and mvp screwed me at hell in the cell that i can't fight for the title as long as lashley's champion but i keep hearing rumors about a draft coming up and if i happen to end up in smackdown if roman reigns retains tomorrow he ends up on raw john cena wins he's on raw Whoever's a heavyweight champion, be it WWE champion, universal champion, I'm coming for them. I'll be on top of the mountain once again with fans in attendance this time. Absolutely. And your path is just incredible. I mean, I only know one other man in the history of sports nicknamed the chosen one, and that was named LeBron James. So when you get nicknamed the chosen one and to get back to this moment where I, I if i'm not mistaken this is the biggest event outside of wrestlemania outside of wrestlemania for 2021 playing in front of all of these fans how much does it mean to you to have the fans back and like you just alluded to to be able to go for the belt in front of fans and just have everything back as the way it was yeah well we've missed our fans more than any other you know sport it's cool to see like football baseball get their fans back get that atmosphere back but wwe is such an interactive product we've missed our fans more than anybody you can see drew mcintyre every time i'm out there a big smile in my face having a back and forth with the audience having participation do the you know arms raising bit i did last week you mentioned being the chosen one that's when i was 24 that was 12 years ago it was vincent man's chosen one Things didn't work out. They actually went to complete hell. I got fired. I returned to the company, worked my arse off, got myself back in a good position. And eventually, I wasn't Vince's chosen one. The fans eventually pointed and said, that's our guy. Yeah. I, became, I became the fans chosen one. And they let the company know that's our guy. And I was able to win the Royal Rumble, beat Brock Lesnar. And I'm very excited for the chance to be champion once again in front of the fans. I was watching on WWE's YouTube right before this, your top 10 Claymores. Absolutely an unbelievable finisher. And 
I, I did a little research. I had a, a, a very fun interview I saw you do with Stone Cold that I want you to, if you don't mind, share how your finisher came about. Ah, the story behind the Claymore. Okay, does anyone remember 3MB? Yeah. 3MB! Okay, so yeah, so I used to be in a, a fake rock group like Bill and Ted. We had no songs. We couldn't play music. We dressed like Poison, one of the 1980s bands, whatever, tight leather pants. I'd never worn tight leather pants in my life until I was in a wrestling match wearing tight leather pants. I went to run and deliver the big boot. We run and kick the guy in the face. I realized the crotch was going to blow out of these tight leather pants. And we're on live raw. Worldwide, millions of people watching, and uh, I'm Scottish, so I may or may not have been wearing underpants at the time. <laughs> so Check, please. I didn't want to cause an international incident. So when I kicked up my right leg, realized the crotch was going to split, I immediately kicked up my left leg to avoid it splitting, hit my opponent in the head, knocked myself silly, got a concussion. When I got to the back, uh, one of the agents told me, that move you did, if you can figure out how to do it without killing yourself, you've got a really cool move. So I did. I developed it, and eventually they won me two WWE so, in conclusion, tight leather pants equals WWE championships. Yeah, let's go! Incredible. Do you have a favorite Claymore that you've that you've hit right to the midsection or right to the face of any man you've ever knocked out? Uh, uh, yeah, I think Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble was a cool moment because that's that's the moment where it's nice, like I was doing anything high up in the card at the time. You know, it was the Royal Rumble. The fans were getting behind me before the Rumble, and Brock Lesnar had eliminated about half of the Rumble, about 15 people by himself. He was WWE champion at the time. Everybody was wondering who's going to take him out. I remember watching this backstage, and I always describe this as my Star is Born moment. If you ever seen the movie A Star is Born? Of course. When uh, Lady Gaga standing to the side of the stage, Bradley Cooper starts singing her song, and she is that moment where she's like, it's now or never. She hits the stage, and boom, A Star is Born. That's how I felt backstage. I was like, I knew I was going to walk out there brought Lesnar's in the ring and I could create a moment that would show the world I'm no longer the future I'm the present this could be very special and I don't know what happened when I walked to the ring but I could feel the fans get up on their feet Brock took off his gloves and suddenly everybody went Drew's going to eliminate Brock Lesnar and I could feel it and it's not like we built it that way it's not like television was making it seem like I was going to be the guy to do something significant just the crowd the mood was right Ricochet gave me the assist with a low blow kicked Brock in his big Frankenstein's monster head knocked him right out of the rumble and 40,000 people went absolutely insane and it was an incredible yeah. moment and, and tell me that's not exactly what you're going to do to Jinder tomorrow night oh I'm going to kick his head right off of his body I'm going to embarrass him embarrass yeah. him and I'm very happy for him again. He's worked hard. He had an injury. You know, he won the WWE title 2017. It kind of gets crapped upon, you know, and called one of the worst championship reigns of all time. I know if I would say that, that's for other people to say, not for me to say. But he has come a long way since then. And I'm happy for him. He's come such a long way, but he's made some very bold statements. I think he forgets just how much of a savage I can be. And he's going to find out tomorrow why I was formerly known as a Scottish psychopath. I'm not quite reformed yet. I'm going to beat the crap out of him. <laughs> Let's go. And I do want to, to mention your book, A Chosen Destiny, on shelves now and on Amazon. Uh, absolute, very encouraging and inspiring story. It's, it's really a tell-all about your entire life. And again, you've alluded to it already a little bit, but talk a little bit about what the book means to you and just maybe in, in, on a larger scope from someone who, you know, was 
full of pressure early on in their 20s coming in, getting nicknamed the chosen one and, and then being able to just be where you are today. Any inspirational words for anyone out there to just achieve greatness like yourself and, and really what this book is all about? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't my idea to to write the book. You know, I didn't think to myself at the height of a pandemic, um, you know what the world needs right now that would really help it is the 35-year-old Scotsman in WWE to write a book. That's going to help people. Uh, a third party came to WWE and said, you know, Drew's very open about his story, uh, not just in the ring, but outside the ring, things he's had to overcome in some difficult times. Would he be willing to put that in book form, maybe help a few people? So I went away, thought about it, decided if we're going to do this, I want to just put it all out there. Uh, no lies, just tell the 100% truth and make it about wrestling. Wrestling's the foundation, but I want it to be for everybody. I'm gonna simplify wrestling, make it easy to understand for everybody, but more talk about my ups and downs and times that I was in some dark, dark places that I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. And thankfully, because of a good support system, self-belief, being accountable to the person in the mirror, I was able to overcome that. And that's what it's all about, is inspiring people out there to never give up on your dreams and to know that no matter how dark the times get, trust me, there's a light at the end of that tunnel. Hey, give it up for that. Give it up for that. Let's go. And you've come all the way to the point where now you have a sword in the WWE shop here this weekend. What's yeah. it like seeing your sword ready to dance with? Yeah, I didn't know it existed till yesterday. Uh, somebody posted a picture of it, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, man, that's pretty cool. Because for kids, obviously, you know, it's inflatable. It lights up, and they can play around. But we're in Vegas, and there's a lot of adults here, and there's a lot of fun going on. So you get drunk with your buddies and beat the crap out of each other with this. So it's made for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, I got, a, I got a fun one for you. If you were to play... Vince McMahon, or you're in the chair, and you could set up both for you and any match you want to see right now or going into the next pay-per-view, what would you set up? Any match. Hmm. I want to start with you, obviously. If you're, if you're in Vince's chair and you, you embarrass gender like, like you said you will, and then you have coming up whatever you want, what would you want, what would you want to tee up for yourself? Hmm. And maybe even give us a style of match because we've seen you win in every different kind of way. I mean, if I could do anything, <laughs> maybe maybe we can make some kind of crazy multi-man match and cross-brand match. Since I'm in charge, yeah, let's maybe go. If, uh, let's yeah, go. Let's, let's put, obviously, I'm in there. We'll stick Lashley in there and tear up that little piece of paper. Or maybe we'll put. Cross and Joe in there. Then we'll put Cena and uh, Roman in there. There we go. So who's that? McIntyre versus Lashley versus Cross versus Joe versus Cena versus Roman. Six way. There we go. Let's go. Six way bout. Hey, Let's I'm in go. charge. Apparently, that's the match. That's incredible. All the belts up for grabs. There we go. This man knows. Oh, let's go. No with, barred. with a belt. Weapons. No holds barred. Yes. Just bearing in mind, I've got a giant sword. So this is going to be all McIntyre. I love it. But I wanted to ask you, where, where did you get the 3-2-1 countdown? Because your ability to get the crowd involved as you're, do, as you're doing right now, it's it's such an exciting moment to, to get the whole arena behind your finisher and not every wrestler has that ability. And so I'm curious how you started the three, two, one, and it just adds so perfectly to the Claymore. I believe the first time I did it was during the time I was away from WWE. I am in an independent show and I can't remember how or why I did it. I just, I've been doing this back and forth with the crowd that we've started to see again with the audience back. 
you know, I am. I'm not just like playing up to the crowd or yucking up with the crowd because that's what I feel like I need to do. That's just who I am. I'm just the biggest wrestling fan. I took it too far and I'm having fun with the audience because I still remember what it's like to be in the crowd. And I just did it one time. People bit. I kept doing it. Uh, I was with Impact Wrestling at the time. I started using it there and I've continued to use it right through. And I forgot about it for a while until... Um, just right before Royal Rumble 2020 when I got rolling again and I wasn't trying to be the big, angry, Scottish psychopath that nobody could relate to in the world except the one other big, angry, Scottish, hairy guy who's in Scotland. Like, I get that guy. <laughs> I finally got to be myself, show my real personality, actually start connecting with people, and that's when I brought it back. And it's cool that it's still working to this day. I love it. I'd be remiss. I know you're a football fan. If I didn't ask, it's Rangers, right? Rangers and Celtic. And you, you a fan of Steven Gerrard and what he's doing over there? Yeah, he's, he's brought us back. We were not doing particularly well. Uh, we got back to the top flight football, soccer, but football. And uh, we needed somebody with the passion and somebody that would make the players play for the shirt. Like Rangers has always been about passion. There was a lot of people that were just, <sighs> it was a nice way to say it. Uh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Let's just say uh, I'm taking myself PG right now, which is usually pretty easy for me. But <laughs> when I talk about football, I get amped up. Let's just say they were um, not been very manly uh, about the game. They were not playing for the shirt. They weren't giving a hundred percent, and it was really upsetting me as a fan. And Gerard, someone who always uh, gave a hundred percent every game, and anyone that wasn't giving a hundred percent, he kicked their arse out. He remade the team, and that's why he took them to the top. And we need them to stick around. I love it. Couple more questions for you. I'll let you get out of here. If you were to ever get back into some sort of three MB, would you would you have anyone in mind that you would want to ever join forces with? If you're back in that Vince McMahon chair, are you are you way past ever wanting to do? I'd be too scared to make friends with anyone else because all my friends seem to turn on me. Uh, <laughs> Seamus kicked me in the head. Jinder turned on me, and then I started asking myself, "Is it me?" I said, am I the X Factor? Am I the bad friend? Or am I just terrible at choosing friends? <laughs> so it's probably better I don't choose a couple other guys. They'll just turn on me anyway. Yeah. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin was onto something when he said, don't trust anybody. Absolutely at the top. Speaking of Stone Cold and just all-time wrestlers, anyone of any era you'd want to get in the ring with, who would you, who would you pick? Probably Brett the Hitman Hart because he was my favorite. Uh, he was my favorite growing up. I was also a big fan of Shawn Michaels. So I was on the same roster as Shawn for years. I worked with him uh, closely in NXT. He really helped me develop a lot to start thinking on a higher level. I call my time working with Shawn Michaels as getting my PhD in wrestling. So if I had the chance to get in the ring with any of those two or maybe a triple threat, I'd be very happy with that. I love it. All right. I'm... <laughs> um, fascinated with tomorrow night you have any thoughts on other matches and anything you want to see like if C do you want to see Cena lose do you want to see him do well I mean outside of just your matches everyone's a huge wrestling fan here and I know you are too outside of your match of course you're gonna take care of gender what else do you want to see in a perfect world for Drew McIntyre how does tomorrow go I mean, I'm excited to watch the show in general. There's some big matches going on. I really think Edge and Rollins will be the one people are talking about a lot afterwards. They're both such perfectionists in the ring and so good at their craft. Um, Sasha Bianca round two is going to be very special as well. And when it comes to Cena Roman, I've been asked a few times who I think should get the W. Yeah, it's... it's uh, 
It's a tough one to call. Realistically, where Roman's at right now, he's so unstoppable. He's right up here, and whoever beats him is going to be elevated to a different stratosphere. I don't think John Cena needs to be elevated to in, in any higher stratosphere that he's on right now, but it would be a special moment 17 times, so... I don't know. It's tough to call. But if Roman wins, I want to be the one to take him down in the end. So. Let's go. <laughs> Give it up for that. Hey, the all-time legend, one of a kind. He was gracious with his presence. Phenomenal sport, all-time athlete. Give it up one more time for the man that's going to knock out Jinder Mahal my night. Drew McIntyre. Drew, 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 Drew. Hey, thank you so much. Oh, I can't believe you took the phone. Oh, of course. Can we do a quick? Yeah. The volume.